When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. You're listening to the Bears Brothers podcast and postgame show, the place where Bears fans across the globe hang out online after every Bears game. Now get ready, because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Bears Brothers Podcast. This is your host, Will DeWitt, and I'm excited to share with you my three keys to the game, which is going to be a weekly, what I'll call, mini-podcast that comes out each week with the goal of explaining the three keys that I believe will unlock a Bears victory. So I hope you really do enjoy these quick-hit episodes at the end of the week. But before I dive into this week's keys... I just want to remind you that you are invited to our live show on Saturday, September 8th at Pheasant Run Resort in St. Charles, Illinois. It's at 1 p.m. There, we're going to be having our full Bears-Packers preview show. Now, if you can't make it, need not to worry, as we're going to upload it just like a normal podcast afterward. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a look at the three keys to the game for this Week 1 matchup against Green Bay. And let's begin with key number one, stopping the run. Make the Packers one-dimensional. Okay, so I know what you're already thinking. Will, you're telling me that you want the Bears to stop the run, which in turn means that you want to put the ball in the hands of Aaron Rodgers? I know, it sounds a little odd when you put it that way, but stopping the run is something that the Bears defense under Vic Fangio has really preached as their top priority. In fact, our Chris Bacher just released an article today that proves that historically, the better Fangio's defenses have been at stopping the run, the better they tend to rank. If the Chicago Bears are able to stop the run early and force Green Bay to ditch and start passing the football more, it's going to enable guys like Khalil Mack, Leonard Floyd, and Akeem Hicks to really pin back their ears and get after Rodgers, to put some hits on them, hopefully rattle them a little bit in the process. But if the Bears are unable to stop the run, 
it opens the door for Rodgers to do some damage, especially on play action. If Green Bay comes out of the gate and starts to put up some chunks on the ground and the Bears start loading the box and start hesitating a little bit more on perhaps like a fake handoff, that's going to you know open up a window. And really, a window is all Aaron Rodgers needs to be effective. So it's going to be imperative for the Bears to stop the run. In three of the five Bears wins last season, the defense held opponents to less than 80 yards on the ground. Do I think the Bears have a chance to achieve this key on Sunday night? Absolutely. The top back for the Packers, Aaron Jones, is suspended. And so they're going to lean on two running backs, Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery, both of which have dealt with ankle and foot injuries respectively throughout this preseason. The Bears' front seven should be able to take care of business. It won't be that easy, though, because these backs did combine for 110 yards in the last meeting between these two teams. So again, if the Bears can stop the run and make Green Bay one-dimensional, I believe that their chance on success on defense becomes vastly greater. All right, let's look at key number two here. Win time of possession, a.k.a. play keep away, a.k.a. keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. There are many facets to this key, right? Not only does the Bears' offense need to find a way to sustain drives and remain on the field, but the Bears' defense needs to do its part and not allow the Packers to sustain time-consuming drives. For the offense, it all starts with what Mitch Trubisky called on Wednesday, quote, positive drive starts. And I'm going to list to my quarterback as it being an imperative element to the game. So pay attention to this. Can the Bears avoid going backwards, getting behind the sticks early in drives? It's super important, too, on the road. False starts, holding calls, missed assignments leading to easy sacks are all horrible ways to start drives. And when they occur, it makes scoring points on that drive or even getting a first down exponentially more difficult. So limiting negative starts to the drive is something worth watching for. Uh, with the Bears offense. Two more variables I believe uh, that go into part of this on the offense I just kind of want to shed light on. First, we must see improvement on third down compared to a year ago, as the Bears were one of the worst in the league on converting on those downs. This was especially true against Green Bay, where in the two meetings last year, the Bears finished 9 of 26. That's 34% on third down. The Bears I believe they need to find a way to convert at least 40 to 45%. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TemperPedic.com. ...of their third downs in this game to extend some drives and keep that clock churning. And also, the Bears really need to find a way to get Jordan Howard going. Last year, he barely eclipsed 50 yards in each of the two meetings. It's hard to win time of possession if you're unable to establish a run. I know all the attention is on how the Bears' new-look passing attack with this new system and new players is going to look, but don't underestimate the importance of getting Howard going. If he can wear down the defense, keep the clock churning, the Bears will not only be able to pick their spots through the air, but they'll be able to hopefully sustain some drives. For the defense, it's simple. I think it's important to make the Packers one-dimensional, as you found out in the first key, but the unit also needs to get off the field when they have the opportunity. Despite Aaron Rodgers missing nine games last year, 
Green Bay was 13th on third down. And in the two games against the Bears a year ago, the Packers converted on nearly 50% of third downs, going 14 of 30. It's simple, really. The more time you fail to get off the field, the more time you allow Aaron Rodgers to be on the field. And then additionally, that just gives him more chances to go ahead and find a way to make one of those game-changing plays that we've been all too accustomed to watching Aaron Rodgers go against our defense here in Chicago. So to wrap this up, if the Bears can find a way to win time of possession or at least keep it 50-50, find a way to keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, that's just going to greatly improve their chances of coming away with the victory, and that's why it's my second key. Taking a look at my third and final key, it's going to be limit Green Bay in the red zone. And honestly, this final key may be the toughest of them all, but if the Bears defense bends, uh, which I, even the best defenses do against Aaron Rodgers, Vic Fangio needs to ensure it does not break and hold Green Bay to field goals as much as possible because Green Bay was very strong in the red zone last season. In fact, they were fourth in the league scoring touchdowns on 62% of their red zone trips. And they were even better against the Bears defense. They were 6 of 8, which is good for 75%. And in the lone meeting where Aaron Rodgers played, the Packers were a perfect 5 for 5, scoring red zone touchdowns on each of their trips. Now, you'd think Jordy Nelson's absence would bode well for the Bears, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he was second on the team last year in red zone targets with 14 and touchdowns with 5. But Green Bay has done a strong job at not letting that deter them from adding productive red zone threats as they currently have a three-headed monster down in the red zone that the Bears will need to worry about. Devontae Adams, he led the Packers last year in red zone targets with 24 and touchdowns 8. Newly acquired tight end Jimmy Graham, he led the NFL in red zone targets with 26 and red zone touchdowns with 10. And their other new tight end, Mercedes Lewis, he led the Jaguars in the red zone a year ago with four touchdowns on 10 targets. So stopping all of those players is going to be one tough task for the Bears defense. But they should have the town on the outside in Amukamara and Kyle Fuller and in those coverage linebackers and Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith to get the job done. And also don't forget the safety help from Adrian Amos and Eddie Jackson too. And I think once Green Bay gets inside the 20, that's really when the pass rush becomes a factor. If they can dial up the pressure with four guys and allow everyone else to drop back in coverage, it will give Chicago the best chances to succeed in the red zone. But like I stated above, it just won't be an easy task for numerous reasons. If the Bears defense is able to find a way to hang tough down there in the restricted field and keep Green Bay out of the end zone at least on half of his red zone trips, that's a victory in my book. The Bears defense was the 10th best red zone defense a year ago, and Green Bay by far had the most success against that defense last year out of all other opponents. So hopefully with Mac and another offseason for the other 10 starters to work together, find their groove, I believe they can find a way. So to recap, the three keys that will unlock a Bears victory are stopping the run, winning time of possession, and limiting Green Bay in the red zone. Okay, Bears fans, that's it. Those are the three keys into coming away victorious in Green Bay on Sunday night. I hope that you've enjoyed this show. I know, I, I know I'm just like you. I can't wait for kickoff. The next time you hear from us will be for our live show, which will be our complete Bears Packers preview with an in-depth discussion on everything you need to know on both sides of the ball. And if you're coming to the show, I can't wait to meet you. But until then, 
Bear down, Chicago. Bear down.